Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and my patron peeps, uh, it's time for uh, it's time for the podcast. You help put you to, the, you help be here so we can put you to sleep, patrons. What do you say we get out with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble? Getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind. Uh, that you're thinking about feelings so so anything emotionally coming up for you or that's there or that appears you say hey like uh, that happens to me a lot you say where where'd you come from like like oh yeah we've joked about that before like sliding into dms my feelings slide right into bed with me i say well i thought i tucked you away that's what my cover here's an idea free idea for any companies out there i think only someplace like stark corp or whatever could come up with this but uh you know i like i i started using a weighted uh, comforter in uh december january of uh whatever to the year, the two years that were connected to one another but here's one what if you had a comforter lined with something I guess you wouldn't want to keep out feelings. You'd say, well, you could. You could say, everybody, every, all those feel. hey, Joy, can you get in here with me? And, uh, hey, hey, uh, like, uh, Serenity, can you pop right in here? Oh, boy, let's get cozy. So, um, and I guess this is this is shows that I'm not fully well-adjusted because, you know, there is space to say, hey, come on in, Anger. Don't worry, Grouch. Are you an actual feeling? Maybe I could get in bed with Oscar the Grouch and say, can you leave the, tr- I don't want to know what's, I guess, it is. are you like some sort of, uh, are you like a hermit crab or something? Like below, whatever's below the garbage can. No, because I've seen your feet before. In that famous film, that one Sesame Street, uh, the one Sesame Street movie I wrote that it was never released, Oscar Goes for a Walk. It was not a classic film, uh. Oscar's Long Walk. It was just a movie about Oscar walking. I mean, because that part I saw in some movie. I think that's called, was that called, was that Big Bird's movie? Big Bird's Walking? Big Bird Walks Around Town? I don't know. Oh, sorry. I'm supposed to be making a sleep podcast. So if it's feelings keeping you up, it could be physical sensations, changes in time or temperature. Or someone trying to invent something, then going on a tangent about Oscar the Grouch, then realizing they needed to get back to their original tangents and hoping they remember to. But whatever scheme you like, awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is I have a safe place here. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. Well, for a second, I thought we would have feelings-proof blankets. I realized that's one of my tendencies. 
And then I said, well, maybe we don't want feeling. Maybe we want a, a permeable, a layer, feeling permeable layer. But, uh, we, you know, I, I guess I, you know, I guess I mistakenly dreamed of uh, this is where you see the podcast, even in the intros, can actually have some growth. I say, well, and I realize I'm talking to myself, too. Say, Scoots, I realize you want a comforter. Kind of like the whole idea of the weighted comforter is like the thing they give you when you're uh, getting your teeth, you know, looked at with the, the te- teeth camera. Uh, and I know you'd want one that would be like, we say, can you li- line that with something that keeps out my feelings? But we know that uh, all your feelings need to be called in and hugged. That's really the secret, which it is. Uh, but in this case, you don't have to do that. That's the purpose Sleep With Me does. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic, all to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new or if you're a regular listener, man, how many times have I, how much Oscar the Grouch fiction, I don't think I've ever gotten in bed with Oscar the Grouch on an intro before. But uh, now, you know, we've achieved that finally. For Anna, you know, the grouchy part of me. But, uh, Oh, so, oh, if you're new, listen. Oh, if you're new, this podcast is very different. So I just wanted to tell you that right up front. It can be, it doesn't necessarily work for everybody, especially right away. So here's a couple of things to know. One, uh, it's okay not to like the show, or it might not work, or it's okay to be doubtful or skeptical. That's a really normal way to arrive at this podcast. So I don't want to really put your feelings at ease, but much like I was trying to do with myself, like if you're having those feelings or you're not sure, just give the show a few tries and see how it goes. You don't even have to be open-minded. You could just be barely curious. You say, well, I don't know about this podcast and your creaky dulcet tones. Uh, and they say, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to be open-minded about it. You could just be, but I'm curious uh, that you're you're really never going to get to the point. And I say, well, I barely get to, I get to more of the nubs. I don't get to any points. But I get to those nubs because I have a nub on the back of my head. Fam- fam- the famous nub, that's where the podcast magic comes from. It uh, Really, I do. Some people do have a nub. Some would call it a nubbin, but uh, I call it a nub. If I wore a baseball cap a lot, it would keep it on there because it would it would be right where the the plastic part of the baseball cap would go right under my nub. It's vestigial. I, I wish it, I guess I don't know what would be there because you'd say, well, I really wouldn't want anything vestigially on the back of my head. But because uh, yeah, I said, well, what would vestigially be back there? Someone would say some extra brain cells. I said, well. Maybe, maybe, maybe there was, uh, those, the interest, those where they connected the interesting, my, my ability to hold court, uh, I, I had that, it was vestigial, so it's not there anymore. Okay. So, oh, this podcast is very different. A couple other things, you know, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You may have figured that out already. You just kind of barely pay attention it works best if you just like listen, like almost like you're listening to rain or fuzz 
or wind, you say, okay, well, uh, it's not exactly, in, uh, that's, I'm kind of, I'm slightly more interesting than the wind or rain, unless you're some sort of rain, you know, unless you're a meteorologist. And then, even then I say, well, that you probably want some time off. Uh, you say, yeah, meteorology is who I, I'm, a, I'm, that's who I am during the day. Uh during the during the night, I'm a fan of meteors. Believe it or not, I'm a, like I'm into a different kind of meteorology with actual meteors. And I'd say, well, you're, you're, hopefully one day you have a meteoric rise uh, to a meteor fame when you discover. I don't know, is that possible? Well, no, my dream is riding a meteor across the sky. I know it's not realistic, but uh, so, you know, I do dream of that. Oh, that's interesting. I got to get to this. I got to get back to the sleep podcast. Otherwise, I have a lot of qu- like. Uh, how come they? I guess I could look it up. But yes, yeah, is it strange that uh, is it spelled spelled like a meteor meteorologist? It sounds like meteor. I mean, so would you be an amateur meteorologist? You're a professional meteorologist during the day. But uh, I'm pro- I'm sure the study of meteors is called something else. You say, well, I'm a quasitonitrist. Uh, really? Is that someone who uh, works with eyeglasses in the eighth dimension? No, they study meteors. Meteorology was already taken by uh, weather people. I say, really? What was that called? A quasitonitologist? Because uh, I got some. I got. I got. I got something I could. Uh, you sure you can, you don't, is there anybody who's an expert at, uh, helping me see in more than two, dim- three dimensions? Hello? Okay. So this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It's also a podcast that doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep, not to actually put you to sleep. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie. Your Borbra, that's my job, and uh, that's why the shows are over an hour, is so you have plenty of time, you, so you don't look at the episode and be like, how am I going to fall asleep in 20 minutes? Or what am I going to do then? You say, well, at least Scoots will be here to keep me company, whether I'm awake or asleep. So if you can't sleep, if you're going through something, or you can't sleep on a regular basis, or you need something to wake up, or you just need something to keep you company while you're getting ready for bed as part of your wind down. That's what I'm here for. I'm not really here to put you to sleep. I'm here to take your mind off stuff and then you fall asleep whenever. So that's different. Podcast you don't listen to, podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, even though it's a sleep podcast. Uh, the other thing that can throw new people off is the structure of the show. Shows just structured kind of very deliberately. But it's flexible. That's the beauty of podcasts and podcast apps. You can listen. You don't have to listen to them in any order. You could set a sleep timer. You could start it when you want it. You can move it around. You can smooth it. You can pat it. You can rub it down. You can say podcast in a podcast app. Uh, But, uh, oh, so structure show. Show show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and role players everywhere. So hopefully you feel seen and welcome. Or that you know that's that's what I'm trying to achieve. Sometimes unsuccessfully, but that's the goal I strive for. 
then there's business and listener support, and that's uh, one of the ways we're able to be here for you for free twice a week. Uh, then there's an intro. The intro goes from minute six or minute eight-ish to minute 20 or so, and it feels like I go on and on and on uh, for some people, but really for it's the idea of the intro is to introduce new people to show, but also for everybody, new listeners and regular listeners to give you some wind down, some distance from the day and to ease you into bedtime. And so if you're new, this kind of say, okay, this, when's the show get started? I say, well, it's kind of always started. It, uh, it never starts at all. And you say, is that like a cone? And I'd say, I don't know. You mean with a cone with a K-A-O-A-N or whatever? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, did you hear earlier when that person was a fan? They were a meteorologist during the day and a meteor fan at night. That's like uh, the cool. I mean, I wish that person would have stuck around. Oh, they're a figment of my imagination. Wow. I have figments of my imagination that are more interesting than me. That's weird. Somebody put that on needlepoint because it's like, uh, it's true. Holy moly. I don't know if I should feel great about that or I should uh, take a breather. But, uh, story, you see, what's the name? What, what would you title your 500th autobiography, the story of your life? Uh, figment, the, 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 well, I guess I would put that in parentheses, uh, my story. I've got figment figments in my imagination are more interesting than me, and actually, fa- okay, that one's fascinating. You see, what time of day? Like, uh, tell me about your life as a meteorologist, and then tell me about your life as a meteor fan. And are there any? Ba- I'm sure there's a band called the Meteors. Uh, I wonder if you're into them. So anyway, oh, so structure. Oh, so we're still in the structure. So the intro goes on and on and on. So some listeners skip it. 3% of listeners currently. A few thousand people listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. But most people either listen to as they're getting ready for bed or as they're unwinding. And then some people are falling asleep during the intro. So kind of see what works for you as you become a regular listener. And you can always adjust. There's always online conversations going on. And more and more people are just listening as part of the unwinding process or the winding down process and as part of their bedtime routine doing other stuff versus like just strictly falling asleep to the show. But there's no wrong way to use a podcast. If you fall asleep in 30 seconds, that's great. If you wake up in the middle of the night and listen, that's great. Some people listen all night. So just kind of see how it goes. So that's the intro. Then there's business between the intro and the story, again, to keep the podcast free. And then there's the story. Tonight it'll be our episodically modular series, uh, Journey into the World of Tomorrow, where friends play a role-playing game. And then uh, there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure show. The reason I make the show is twofold. One, I've been there, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. And I know how it feels out there in the deep, dark night. And I know what it can be like to dread bedtime and for it to be something that's uh, doesn't feel good. And if I can keep you comforted or give you some solace uh, or be a friend in the deep dark night, that gives me big purpose because I know I know what it's like there. 
uh, while I might not know exactly what you're going going through, I have a general idea of what it feels like. And that's one part of it. The other part of it is you do deserve a good night's sleep. You do deserve a port in the storm, a place of respite, uh, uh, something you could feel good about and wind down to. Uh, and if you get the sleep you need and you are more well-rested, your world's going to be a better place, and that means my world's going to be a better place, and that's important to me. And it's important for me to say that over and over again, every single episode. You deserve a good night's sleep. You really do. And I know it's not easy, and I know it doesn't always feel good when you can't get it, and you can't get it all the time, I know. Uh, and it doesn't feel fair to any of us that struggle with sleep. But I hope I can provide it. Now, the thing is that this definitely show does not work for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Some people, you know, it's just this is a very different show. So it just works for the people that it works for. But give it a few tries. There's also sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you uh, with a list of other sleep podcasts and sleepy stuff that you could check out. But I really hope I can provide something and help you get the rest you need and deserve. That's why I'm here. I really appreciate you coming by. I work really hard on this show. I yearn and I strive. I really want to help you fall asleep. Uh, and here's a couple of ways I'm able to be here for you twice a week. All right, everybody, it's Scoots here, and we're talking about uh, season... Uh, one, I, I forgot what I was recording. So this is our new episodically modular series, or somewhat new. Actually, if it's new to you, this could be the first episode you listen to, and you'll be fine because we're going to catch you up on everything the characters are. And this is our ongoing episodically modular series. It's called uh, Journey into the Land Tomorrow. And somewhere in a t another time... Somewhere, I guess, possibly in our future, uh, there's a group of friends playing a Dungeons & Dragons module, maybe after the existence, so based on the rules of D&D 5th edition, called they're playing a, a module or a game called Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. And by the power of the fan fiction fantasy machine, I've just been able to get, even though this audio doesn't exist in our world... In their world, it does. Now, Doc Brown and all the, and the physicists and the, the anthropologists all said, don't do it, Scoots. And I said, it's to put people to sleep, so I, I got to. And I said, it's fiction. It's all, imag it's all imagination based on the rules of D&D &D 5e. So if, you've if you're not familiar with that game or anything that I'm talking about, don't worry. This is going to be, this will be, and I've already gotten a lot of feedback. Uh, oh, this is going to be so sleepy. You could sleep right through it. But I promise you that uh, there's good characters that you don't, you know, you barely need to listen to. Familiar, they're going to be in a place that may be familiar to some of you whether you've been listening to the podcast for a week or your whole life. Uh, so without further ado, our Hollywood announcer just arrived via Zoom. Uh, but, I, oh, I forgot I was not saying that he was arriving. Because before this, I didn't say he's coming by Zoom because, you know, the magic of alt radio or whatever. Plus, it's, uh, he we actually, like, uh, 
have him put a, well, anyway, I don't want to get into it, uh, but he has an electric Uber driver that drives up his Zoom. So it's st- he still goes on the drive from L.A. here. He's just sitting at his desk at home. But it's electric, so it's not wasteful. Someone's actually getting a great wage to do this. Uh, thanks to Antonio Bonderas. Uh, the ladies is a gentleman. The boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. Scooter gave you a peek behind our curtain. But take a peek behind this curtain because it's time for a journey into the land of tomorrow. Rolling your dice. Good night. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. Did you know some of the listeners gave me a blanket with you from uh, your your Oscar-nominated role? I did. I saw you in my... Wrapped in my vest, vis, visage. Yeah, I was, I was loving that. Did you see me when I twirled? Oh no, but uh, maybe you could twirl for me later. Maybe. Uh, all right, that's Antonio Banderas, and this is Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. All right, everybody hates me, the DM, and we got to get caught up on. I think, Granada of Darmok, it's your turn to uh, recap and uh, do the placemaking for your uh, for your party. Speaking of parties, though, before we get started, man, I had a, I didn't, uh, I had a pretty mellow weekend. I know we don't, I guess I'm breaking character. I didn't know if anybody else did anything this weekend. I mean, I had something... Okay, anyway, Granada of Dar, I guess, yeah, why don't you get started? But he's just looking at me. Thank you, uh, my, my uh, leader of the game. I'm Granada of Darmok. I know you asked me, what did we do this weekend? Well, you know, it's Granada of Darmok. I stay, I'm known as a character in some parts of the realm. And, you know, when I was sleeping last night, uh, as a character in the game, I was thinking, well, if I had a weekend, where I lived in a world where I worked, you know, I don't work five days a week because I am uh, an entrepreneur, you would call it. Uh, some might say I'm nimble of finger, and uh, but I am a member of a guild. I have a deuce. Believe it or not, people say that it's a thieves' guild, uh, and they say all this stuff. I say, well, I still have a paid membership. It is a trade and a professional association. Just because you don't view it as a professional uh, doesn't mean that it hasn't been professionalized. In, you know, in, in, uh, but that is I, Granada of Darmok. I work for Lord Von Chill. You may call, you know, he may call me his sidekick or his assistant, but I'm here to support his efforts uh, to lead this party or co-lead it, depending on how you define that. Uh, Lord Von Chill hired me before this adventure. Lord Von Chill, a fighter of uh, great renown from a family of great renown with hair that I don't think I've ever mentioned before. Could I Could I say it's stunning? Because it is. Uh, also because he wrote that down for me to say. Is uh, Lord Von Chill at Lord Von Chill's side in a role of a leader, but also at, who I would want to have at the head of our party is Zell. A fighter of... Uh, 
and a warrior from a much uh, simpler background, though that's not said with any passive-aggressive uh, mentionings, just that uh, as a contrast to Lord Von Chill, powerful, brave is Zell. Rounding out our party, we have our healer, our nurse, our Florentian nurse, Eleanor, who was just uh, reunited with her goddesses, uh, the three Florences, or reconnected with them. But uh, don't say, oh, just a nurse. Uh, Eleanor is also a critical component of, uh, you know, whether it's uh, a battle at a distance or close up, uh, Someone I've come to rely on and trust, even though I haven't got to know Eleanor particularly well. Yeah, except for that birthday party. Uh, so sorry, that's if I was thinking of what we'd do on the weekend, I'd say that our party maybe got together to blow off some steam. But we didn't because we are currently resting. But first, I need to camp out the par- person from our party we we really know the least about. Uh, a character that is not a, quite an NPC because they are a member of our party, represented by the dungeon. You know, a little bit confusing. But uh, our magic user M Wata. Uh, and an acolyte, but powerful and uh, reliable, though quiet and soft-spoken as well. Uh, M. Watt, and we, yes, as, as a group, we are a party of adventurers. We're here in the land of tomorrow, a land in a former theme park uh, that years and years ago, you know, when the board before time became the next time, it... Uh, this park closed and sat uh, empty for years and years and years. And we've been tasked on coming here because, of, well, from what we understand, uh, there's a source of powerful magic or a portal to another world of powerful magic uh, somewhere hidden in this land. And it is our task to find that portal and to close it. Uh, and right now we're trying to find the components we need to close the portal. And we are in the happy halls underneath the land of tomorrow, a utility corridors. Uh, and we're in the clinic sleeping. And our, we have the doors heal, uh, closed. We've uh, healed and rested. We're all at full power. Also, we went through what we stocked. I'm just looking at my notes here. And we have uh, uh, two major kits or three major, oh, I don't know, three major kits of uh, med kits, uh, th- three or four more basic ones, uh, five first aid kits, and then one big time. Uh, so we have those uh, to carry us through when... Uh, Eleanor can't heal us or to supplement Eleanor's healing. We also have one piece of the staff uh, we're supposed to assemble, and we know we need the staff part of it. We have the gem and then the headpiece that will hold the gem. The gem is pointing, well, we don't know where it's pointing exactly because we're underground. Technically, I guess, according to the lore of the theme park, we're on the first level. 
And above us, we have a sealed off from our end a door that we've listened. We've listened at, uh, or maybe we haven't. And maybe I'll do that now. And do we hear anything? You don't, as a DM yet. You didn't hear anything. Did you say that you you your characters had a party? Uh, did you did you say that? No, no, no. We we were resting. I mean, we partied when we had that dance. Uh, uh, but are you asking as M Wada because M Wada was resting? M Wada, I guess maybe if we did kind of party to celebrate uh, Lord Von Chill's uh, name day. It was Emwada slept through it. So we did, yeah, I guess we had a little party, but uh, we didn't want to wake Emwada up. Oh, okay. Wait, so, like, uh, what did you do at the party? Well, I was going to listen at the door. Uh, we played a game. Uh, we, we we danced. Um, we had some ale and uh, laughed a lot. Uh, a lot of laughter. Really bonded our characters together, so I guess uh, we just didn't think. Well, did, did you invite him? Did did you invite him, Wada, before you to the party? Well, I don't know if the DM can ask those kind of questions. Okay, then I'm M. Wada. I'm wondering why you didn't invite me to the party. Well, it wasn't kind of plan. It wasn't planned out like that. Uh, it was more like. Uh, Spur of the moment after you were asleep, uh, kind of thing. Well, what if I wasn't asleep? Did you ask me if I was awake? Oh, kind of indirectly, we said let's not make too much noise and have too much fun and wake M. Wada up. Uh, but we should really listen at the door. But uh, like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm, I guess M. Wada, I'm sorry we didn't in, in wake you up and invite you. It's just, here's the thing. We didn't think you wanted to go. You're very quiet and insular. And we kind of didn't, we, we, like, when we planned it out, we just kind of thought, we didn't plan it out. I mean, that's what I meant. Uh, how come no one's else is involved? It's your thing, Granada. You take it. So, thanks, L. Uh, so, we just didn't think to invite you, wake you up, because we didn't think you would want to go anyway. And then we were planning it, and then we said we didn't. We, there was never a moment where we said, "Don't invite Wada, don't wake Wada up." Uh, I mean, we said that, uh, and we did afterwards say, "Well, I feel kind of bad. Wada missed out on this party, so uh, that's why I'm saying I'm sorry." But we also said, "Well, Wada probably didn't want to go anyway." I don't mean to be a stickler. But I'm really, you know, I'm fully at full health, so I really want to listen at this door, and I'm rolling my dice. And with my bonus, at 16. Okay. Moving on, then, I guess. 16, you don't hear anything. Okay, good, 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 good. party. This is a Granada of Darmak. I think that I should open this door, and then... We should kind of slowly proceed. Uh, what does everybody think? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's proceed for sure. Okay, anybody? Okay, so I'm going to open the door. It has one of those uh, air duct or whatever you call it, uh, submarine type is wheels on it. 
Okay, you're not strong enough. You you, you didn't like uh, you didn't roll. You're not strong enough to open it. Okay, could I have some help uh, from the stronger characters? Sure, I'll. Lord Von Schill here. I'm happy to help you, Granada of Domek. Now, did we open the door? Moving, keeping moving forward with this adventure. Sure, we'll just move right forward. You did open it, and uh, it opens up. Uh, and then above that is a uh, like a, a, a hole cover, uh, which also will take some strength to lift up. Uh, probably. Uh, Lord Von Chillenzel, I'll just tell you since you want to move on so quickly. Okay, Zell, so let's get this open just a little bit, maybe just a tiny crack at first, uh, as quietly and as he. Can we do it? Try to do it quietly. Okay, you successfully get it quietly open, just a crack. Okay, so we listen at it. Okay, you listen at it, you hear is like wind is whipping through, so you really can't hear anything other than the wind. Like a strong wind, like uh, or just just the way the wind is going. Uh, wind doesn't feel super strong, it just happens to be how the wind is going. Okay, so can Zell and I open it enough so that uh, Granada of Darmok could just to squeeze through to observe what's going on above us. Can we see anything? You could see blue sky in the sides of some buildings, but not much else. Okay, we'll open it more then. Okay, you open it enough uh, for Granada of Darmok to go through. Okay, it's Granada of Darmok. I'm going to go through. First, I'm going to scout like with my head and see if there's anything, and then I'll look out, but as stealth, as, with as much stealth as I can possibly achieve. Okay, so, wow, okay. Well, I didn't think you'd roll that high, but uh, so you easily use your stealth. You get your head out of, and your body out of the hole, but I don't know, somehow you really are stealthy, so... You look around, the first thing you notice is that you're on the exact, uh, not the exact opposite side of the park you were already on, or the the land, but you know, there's the main thoroughfare of the land land of tomorrow, and on what would be considered the, uh, I can't even, like the the left side of the park, uh, the left side of the land, if you were walking into it, that was where the encounter, uh, where you first started your adventure. But you're about two, you're at the end of the building that had other things in it, uh, from that. So you're on that side of the, you know what I mean? Well, you're, DM, you're really having trouble. But yeah, I get, I get what you mean. So if I look across the main thoroughfare, I could see the buildings for Buzz tomorrow. And uh, steam journey into steam, the steam journey, or steam world wonders of steam, or whatever. Yeah, if you look to your right, uh, that's you see those buildings. Okay, and then if I scan the rest of the land, well, if you look further to the right, you see the entrance to the park, uh, or the entrance to the land that you came in. And beyond that, you just see some overgrown brush and stuff. You can't see much in that further past the bridge into the journey of the land of tomorrow, into the land of tomorrow.
you can't really see like other you see like on your side is boarded up uh like the building is boarded up it had windows you see a sign that says like describing this it's like a punny version of a store future sundries or something uh then to your left uh you see a couple of kiosks uh the mountain of space the mountain of space uh that's further along I don't know. the 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 kiosks are kind of in your way, so you can't. Other than the mountain of space, seeing in that direction, you can't see anything. Then to your right is a big open plaza, and then further off behind that, you can see rising up what was known, was going to be known as Progress Tower, which was a theme tower that was never completed. Okay, and uh, anything else I'm seeing. Uh, you, you see kind of the infrastructure for like the, uh, the kind of uh, transit system, the, f- the fake transit system they had there, which was just more for entertainment and relaxation. Those tracks are above, uh, go above you and kind of through the land. And then suddenly before you see it, you feel the earth start to shake and you see then crossing uh, the, uh, the, the open plaza that you'd looked at before, uh, the steam, one of the steam giants, but it looks even bigger than you remember it. And it has a top hat and, uh, glowing steam eyes and it's going and it's definitely seems like it's patrolling. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back down and hide then. I'm, I'm observed for as long as safe and then hide. All right, yeah, you just observe, and it just seems to be like uh, you're able to observe it without being seen, and you see that it's patrolling the plaza on a somewhat consistent back-and-forth basis. Oh, boy. So I'll tell I tell everybody in my party about that. Uh, that's not good. Um, where uh, Where's the gem, Wada? Yeah, I have it. Okay, could I use it or could you go up and then keep an eye out for that steam giant? But could you see where it's pointing? Because I, I didn't, I don't think we discussed that. Uh, sure, you could go up there and use it to kind of, uh, it'll just light up more and more and like cool over like a heartbeat when it's pointed in the right direction. Okay, so I'll do that with as much stealth as I can. First, making sure that the distance of the steps of the steam giant are getting less instead of more. Okay, so you go up, you wait a little while while it feels like the steam giant's walking away. You go up, you, you just see the steam giant's head disappear as it goes off to the left behind some of the kiosks because of the your viewing angle. And then you use the gem, and it seems to be pointing as it grows. It's um, pulsating, is at its highest and strongest point when it's pointed towards the progress tower. Okay, uh, I'm going to go down, and uh, uh, but I think we need to make a quick decision since we got this cover open. So, what does everybody think? 
Okay, I think we need to head to uh, this is uh, this is uh, I think we need to head to Progress Tower. Does anybody know anything about Progress Tower? What do we know as a party, or do we have any materials about Progress Tower? Um, is it, so? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, DM. But can we see who has like a history? Let's do a history roll, and then if we have anything on us. Uh, Okay, you don't really, you have the map, so, so the map shows coming soon, uh, Progress Tower, uh, and it was, uh, like, uh, supposed to open, uh, parts of it were supposed to open pretty soon, uh, including a, sp- a spinner attraction and a swing-based attraction, and then, a. uh, uh, like a, 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 a hydrolator type of track, like a fake elevator type of traction. Okay, do we need to know anything more from history? Is it like uh, Mwada? Can you roll for history? Yeah, I can. Okay, so yeah, what I know is that Pro- so Progress Tower is a combination of two visions of the future. The original creators behind the theme park had something called the Carousel of Progress, which was open for a long time. But they also had this vision for some sort of progress city. And they also had a need for more attractions in this land. And they also wanted to get this idea of hotels within the theme park. And like some sort of ultra-modern version of the future that was more based on reality. And so what they decided to do was this thing called progress, the progress, they were just calling a progress tower. So a progress tower was going to be, was like a re, an actual tower that had a hotel within the theme park or they had theme park access and theme park views. And they had kind of put it, they have two other more modern, semi-modern buildings a little bit off a ways. They were called contemporary. So they built it so it wouldn't block the firework views for those two buildings. Uh, but within the Progress Tower, not only was it going to have a hotel, but it was going to have three attractions as well as a queue built into the tower. So they were built on top of one another within the tower alongside the hotel, you know, not only for space, but for drama. So partially up the ways was like a spinner ride. Like the most famous one was like the elephant of fun where you do for kids, you just sit in and then it goes in a circle and they were going to have two of those that ran independently just to service more people an hour on what would be like the fourth or fifth floor of the hotel. And also, if you were checking into the hotel, you would just get access to these rides, which was pretty cool. But so that ride was there, and it was just cool because there's a lot of gl- it was gonna it was the hotel part was not completed. But so that was there. Then a few uh, flights above that uh, was like an outdoor swing ride, and it was the largest outdoor swing ride ever constructed. First time was something like this was built as a part of a tower around a central column. And uh, like a kind of swing ride you'd go on an old-fashioned theme park, like swings around a chain and everything, but it just fit a lot more people. And it had this way of like going up so you could load one group of people. I don't know, this was like... Uh, 
in the process of getting completed. Uh, then above that, but also on the base of it, was this like uh, elevator drop attraction that uh, that was to be opened. They were still they didn't reveal a lot of it, but they you know they had another elevator drop attraction, and this was supposed to be like a way more fun and that was already fun so people were like well that'll be interesting i guess uh will it take away from the other attraction no one knew because it hadn't opened but that went all the way up to the top and then of course there was going to be you know stuff at the top for the hotel okay that's a lot of information thanks wada so do we okay? So we have to get over there, but the steam, steam, steam giants searching or, or, or patrolling. This is Eleanor. What if we sneak? Could we sneak up and get onto the um, the transit thing? Those tracks. Is there a way for us to get up there without being seen, but and use that as cover? Because I remember looking at that. Uh, and saying, well, that looks like something. I remember looking at it from the other side of like something could be up there keeping an eye on us because it has a roof. Uh, I mean, it's open on the sides, but it looks like it had a lip where we could kind of, could we crawl along the track without being seen by the steam giant? I like that plan. I think we should try that. Uh, okay. So what, what, what is your plan exactly? Okay, I think this should be the plan, because I'm nimble and quick. Uh, I think we should break up into two groups, me by myself. Uh, I will go out. I will wait. It seems like I'll try. what I'll try to do is observe the steam giant, and, and I'll relay that to you. Then when I see the steam giant walking away, I'm going to run. I'm going to use I have a rope and a grappling hook. Uh, if I don't see a ladder... I'm going to jump, try to climb up there and uh, do it as quietly as I can and as fast as I can. And then I will give a symbol, by, a sign back to all of you uh, because you stood. I'll try to find a place where you could see me if I'm successful. If I'm not successful, uh, I think this giant steam giant is probably... Like, we should probably play that by ear, but maybe you just keep going on the mission. And uh, I'll try to run. I won't try to engage the steam giant, even if it sees me. But I also will run away from Progress Tower. You should proceed. Okay, that'll be back. But if the steam giant sees me, I'll create a distraction. And all of you head to Progress Tower. And I'll try to get my way back there. Okay, that sounds like a good plan to me. You're very brave, Granada of Dormach. Okay, so can we do that, uh, DM? So, yeah, it seems like you're really able to plan stuff out ahead of time, sometimes as a group, uh, but sometimes you just have spur-of-the-moment stuff, huh? I don't understand. Never mind. So... You observe the steam giant. The steam giant is moving in a regular patrol pattern. So when the steam giant starts to walk away, you've already estimated the time you have, which is actually a decent amount of time. 
you run over to the nearest part, uh, which is just a, it's not very far because it runs down the middle of the thoroughfare. You throw your grappling hook, you're able to climb up. Wow, you really get good rolls too. No pro- you can climb up no problem. Also, you notice two stanchions down, actually even further out of the way, maybe even totally out of the view of the steam giant, is uh, a ladder, a service ladder. It is not doesn't go all the way down, so you, you uh, maybe need to use your grappling hook there for your team. Okay, so I'll do that, and I'll sign to my team... My rest of my squad, and uh, I guess I can't, like, so I've signed to you where I am and how to get there. Okay, we'll try to sneak down there. It sounds like we have even better chance. We'll wait until the best time to go, and then we'll proceed. Okay, you proceed. Mwada does stumble, but the steam giant's moving so slowly uh, that you still manage to get uh, get there, climb up the rope, climb up the ladder, and now you're pretty much hidden from the steam giant if you crawl. And uh, the um, from where you are, uh, the transit separates to a left and a right track, and the right track heads towards Progress Tower, uh, but into some kind of darkness a little bit. Because, uh, uh, well, you already know from the history that uh, this transit used to kind of circle through and it would circle around the old carousel of progress. But now it was going to have a view of the lobby and the spinner ride and also be a part of you know, another showpiece for the hotel, just, just uh, something cool to look at. But it, it was going to, it was a way to sell people on the hotel even though it's really expensive. Okay, but so we'll crawl towards the darkness uh, uh, as stealthily as we can and uh, head in that direction. Um, as you proceed, you notice uh, there's something about the darkness um, that uh, I guess M. Wada would say it. There's something about that darkness that... Uh, it makes me want to roll the dice, and I don't know, that darkness is magical. I can tell you that from here. Oh, thank you, Amwada, for letting us know that. Uh, and uh, can we just do a gem check of where in the progress tower the uh, the thing might be? Yeah, we, I'm checking the gem now, and it is uh, towards the top of the tower. Oh, great. Uh, and I suppose we'll have to go into the tower, I guess, to find our way to the top. Um, so it's a magical darkness. Wada, do you have anything other way to determine uh, anything else? Um, I can tell you that it's a powerful spell, and I sense something else, but I, I'm not exactly sure. That's more based on my intuition role that there's something there there's something there right at the edge of the right inside the darkness uh but something that's draw like my intuition's not sure how to feel about it it feels interested 
Okay. Um, interesting. So we have magical darkness. We have a steam giant patrolling. We have the gem uh, telling us we need to go to the top of Progress Tower. Uh, anyone have any ideas? Yeah, this is Zell. I think we should get closer. We should decide who's best to uh, investigate what M. Watt is sensing on the edge of the magical darkness. So, like, who has the most charisma? I think that's you. I think that's you, uh, Zell. Why don't you and Water go, and I'll go with you since uh, the, the three of us go. What if we just all, you know, maybe I should go by myself. I'm seeing my intuition can, as, that's a good role. And, I, yeah, I'll go by myself because it's just in case, but stay close. Okay, so, yeah, your intuition was right, Sal, to go by yourself. And you get closer to the magical darkness. You can't see anything, but you could definitely sense there's something or someone there by your intuition uh, watching. Okay, so I say, hey, I know you're there watching us, wondering if we're, like, uh, what we're doing here. Could We're not, we're, uh, I'm just curious about, you seem to be shrouded in some sort of magical darkness. I don't know why you're putting the darkness that way. And I don't know if maybe you're hiding from that steam giant, but if you crouch down like us or you're small like us, it can't see you because of the angle of the roof or the canopy of this. And we're really only here uh, looking for something. Maybe you could help us or maybe we could help you. Okay, due to your charisma, uh, you start to hear some some sort of like kind of mechanical and, uh, um, you know, noises that you're already familiar with. Uh, and you see two characters crawl out of the uh, darkness and they're crawling like you instructed. Uh, and their, their dress are both uh, like... Uh, kind of like look like humans, uh, human animatronics. And they come to, towards you and, uh, uh, and they're headed towards you in a slow, deliberate way, crawling to stay out of the view of the steam giant. Okay. What does everybody move closer just in case? Uh, hi, I'm Zell. Um, I'm here, I'm looking for something that I think is on the roof uh, of this tower. Do you live in this tower? Were you part of this tower? Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm, uh, we're, we're aunt and uncle. And yeah, we used to, you, you don't, do you really want to go in there? Well, uh, you may, you might know something that I don't, but I don't know if I have a choice to go in there. I'm in a, a party. I'm with a party of adventurers. Those are my friends behind me. And, um, yeah, we're trying to go in there to find something that we think is on the roof or up top of the tower. Is there a way to get up there? 
Yeah, there's a way to get up there, but I don't know. We got we 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 left because we didn't. We we were always like uh, the aunt and uncle. We were always a joke when it was so. The once upon a time, we used to be a part of a the, rotating theater show, and we were both part of the humor relief. Uh, and as things changed and we went from passive to active, we stayed on those roles. And as the mothers and fathers and the grandparents and the kids, you know, they were more the stars of the show. They still kind of acted like we were uh, punchlines, the two of us. Uh, so we left and then they, this, uh, like, uh, I don't know, they started, we started, we would listen, and they were always saying that someone was going to come to take a, a part of their, the, the, the this magical rod or something. Uh, that's what gave them the magic power. It's it's our parents, to be honest with you. And uh, that's when they put the darkness spell on. But the good thing about the darkness spell is that giant can't see us. That giant started walking around. But we just live up here. Okay, could you tell us uh, where the giant, where that magical rod is? Does that sound, water, does that sound like what we're looking for? It could be. Where, where's the magical rod? Uh, well, the magical rod's up on the, the, uh, the, the, the parents have it, uh, the grandparents, my parents, they have it up on the roof. It's like a rod for when the sky makes lights at night during the rain. Uh, that's when the rod has the most power. Oh, so it's a lightning rod. Okay. Could a lightning rod be a staff that we're looking for, Zell? I think you wanted to ask me, Mwada, but yeah, it could be. So, Mwada here, I just had a question for the aunt and uncle. So you are a part of a family unit, uh, kind of like being a part of a group, uh, and... But you weren't respected by the other members of that group, it sounds like, that they didn't really respect you. Exactly. Wow, that must have been tough. It was so tough we had, we, we, we said, we don't, we're not going to live in this tower. Because they said, we could live anywhere in the tower we want. And the kids decided to live, the kids and the dogs decided to live together. And the mothers and fathers decided, and well, some of the dogs live with the mother and father. And then the grandparents, they said, we'll keep this tower protected uh, if you keep it clean. And, but, they, you know, they always wanted to ask me if I was going to go in the bathtub and stuff like that. So, yeah, we didn't like it anymore. And, yeah, it was a family group that we felt like we were a part of. Well, we never felt like we were a part of it. We always felt like outsiders. You know how that feels, Wada? I do know how it feels. Like, uh, you thought you were a part of the group, but then you realized you were an outsider. Yeah, that's, uh, okay, can we, uh, sorry, this is Granada here. It sounds like we're getting, we need to focus our conversation uh, on, on the present moment and not the past, whether it's recent or distant past, uh, so here's the thing. We need to get to the top. Uh, could you tell us how to get in there or what's waiting for us? And, uh, you know, if you, if there's a, some sort of quid pro quo, let me know.
Uh, this is Zell. I just want to say, Granada, you're doing a really good job of leading the party today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Zell. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, uh, but go ahead, uh, Uncle. Yeah, there is. So we would make a deal with you. If you can get the uh, ride back working, we'd love to ride the ride. I guess the steam giant might chase us, but it... Uh, I don't think the steam giant could catch us if we were riding. If you could get this ride going, that would give us something to do because we're operational. Or if you could just clear out the tower progress because of all the people that weren't nice to us. Okay, well, uh, it's all darkness. How would we find our way to get to the top of the tower? Have you been to the top of the tower? We have before we left. So we were originally part of the queue, and then we all, that was when we were passive because they took the old theater ride and made it part of the queue show. Different generations of our family at different different time periods in history. And then after you went through, like that was for the whole queue as you split up, and then you went into split up into different rides. Because uh, it was always a line. I don't know. It was just a way to, like, uh, anyway, because then people could go on all the rides if they wanted. But so it was kind of like a pre-show type thing. And then the grandparents, they wanted, like, they they found the the, uh, the, the, the rod of power or whatever. But so, yeah, recently they made this darkness. But you could go in if you just, just stay against the wall on the left side. Like where we live, you go past where we were sitting around. And if you keep going, eventually you're going to find a door. And if you open that door, uh, then you'll go through a hall. And there'll be some stairs and then a door. Don't go through the door. But it, when, you, when you're facing the door, go left, right, uh and then you'll go down another hall, and then you'll run into a set of double doors. And then you go through those double doors. Oh, wait, I guess I mixed up. I think you got to go up like three or four flights of stairs, not just one set of stairs. But, yeah, once you go up the stairs, then there's a door. Don't go through the door at the top of the stairs. Go down the hall through that door. What would happen if we go through the doors at the the door at the top of the stairs? Uh, I think it's just there's no I don't know nothing and there's nothing there. But if you do that, if you go through the double doors on the other side of the double doors is where all the kids are, and that's where that spinner ride is. And I'll tell you that the kids are going to be waiting for you to 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 to, to deal with you all. Okay, this is Granada. I really like need to get get in some. This has been a like uh, I know we're getting close to our time as a our adventure to, for the week's gone, and I feel like we've gotten sidetracked a little bit. Uh, so I think we should follow. I I just want to trust my gut. Everybody, we should follow, and we should just try to get up where those kids kids and kids are. But they're animatronic kids that are probably going to be against us. Is that what you're saying, Uncle? Hey, that's what I am saying. Is there anything else? Uh, we, so is a ride functional or is there, uh, 
Oh, the, yeah. So the so the magical darkness doesn't extend out past. So the spinners, like the little ships, you could go in. Those are outside of the darkness of the ride. Okay, so they would uh, like. Uh, does anybody have any brainstorm? Okay, so if it's what I'm picturing, we maybe we could climb out onto the attraction. Do the kids, do the kids, so it's like the sons and the daughters from the shows, do they have, like, if they were going to try to stop us or get in our way, do they have anything that they could use at a distance? No, they don't. You just, like, uh, they, they uh, if you get, if they get a hold, you know, if they get a, if they give you a hug or, or uh, something, you'd be, they would kiss and hug you, you know what I mean? But they don't have anything, uh, no. Okay, so this is Zell. If we can get out on the attraction, out out of the magical darkness, then we could get them out there, and we could just use our distance, and we we would, uh, does that sound doable? Uh, do, do, it sounds doable to all, to me, Eleanor. What about DM? Okay, so you want to follow the path that this character has led you, told you. Then when you get go through the double doors, try to get to the outside to, to outside of the magical darkness. Then use use your distance to advantage against the if these kids from the ride animatronic uh fake child agent animatronics are going to come come for come try to hug and kiss you with uh with an agenda yeah yeah okay okay let me see so you go through the darkness you're going through the magical darkness but it's uh you proceed just like the character has said you proceed out um Go through the double doors. Oh, wait, wait, before we go through the double doors, should we come up with a distraction? Like, Zell, is there any way, or Wada, is there any way to find the edge of the magical darkness and head in the right direction, or should we distract them? Like, are they, can we pause at the doors and then come up with a plan? Okay. So yeah, we'll pause. We pause. This is Emwada. We pause at the doors. Um, I don't know what spell I could use. Maybe detect magic, and then I like would that. I guess I kind of since I'm the DM, this is kind of a tough. Okay, I'm going to use detect magic, and yeah, I can tell that when we open the doors, it's about three hundred feet off to the right. Uh, that uh, we we need to get to. Okay, uh, this is a Granada, but it, can we listen in in the room? Yeah, you hear uh, like a teenage voices and uh, like uh, middle middle school age voices, uh, kids uh, arguing and playing games. Okay, this is Granada. I have an idea. So it's to the right, 300 yards. I'm really good at keeping my sense of place. And this was an idea we already floated. We go into the room as quietly as we can. All of you head to the right, uh, out of the magical darkness. 
I will play a game called Hello Find Me, which was a game we used to play in Darmok. Uh, very fun game. We played in the water particularly, and everyone would close their eyes except for the Hello Find Me person. I don't know if these characters can see in the magical darkness, but the uncle and the aunt could not. Maybe. I, for, I think we forgot to ask them. But So let's assume the kids can't see in the magical darkness, uh, which it makes doesn't make any sense, but it, maybe it makes sense. Uh, and I'll try to create a distraction until you can get out of the magical darkness. Then, as soon as you do that, all of you start saying, Hello, find me. That's when I'll know to go silent and to try to get to you. Uh, as stealthily as I can. Now, if the kids in the, the, they, if they can see, then I'll just need you. Well, then we got to get them out. Otherwise we won't be able to see them unless Wada could counter the spell somehow. Yeah, I can't counter the spell. It's a powerful one. Okay. So that sounds, does that sound like a plan? It does sound like a plan. Um, this is Zell. Can I just say, so we will all go into action, but uh, Wada, can you use that Thunder Wave too? Yeah, I can use that. And listen, Wada, I'm sorry we didn't wake you up. We just didn't really think, we really didn't think you wanted to go to the We really just didn't, we didn't uninvite you to the party. We just didn't think you had any interest at all in going, so then we didn't factor it in. So I'm sorry. We didn't wake you up uh, for the party we had in the clinic. That's fine. Okay, let's do our plan, though, because it's we almost have to go. Everybody's got to go home in a little while. Okay, so you head, in, you head through the doors. Uh, the doors do creak as you open them. And you hear the kids and the things uh, hear that. And they have, just so you know, they have excellent hearing. So then everyone rushes off to the right uh, to try to get out of the magical darkness as Darmok says, hello, find me. Very loud, very loud, I say it, to cover the tracks. So Darmok, um, okay, and then I'm just going to roll for initiative for everybody. It's a... Uh, uh, the Janies and the Jaces. Uh, so there's Janie, there's three of each. And they all have two things, like the uncle said, uh, like a hug and a kiss. Uh, so the, the overall initiative for this whole thing is going to be uh, Janie, 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 Jace. So Janie 1, Jane, Janie 2, Jace 1, Granada, Wada, Zell, Janie 3, Jace 2, Jace 3, Eleanor, and LVC. And that kind of happens as everybody's running. Uh, Janie 1 and 2 do manage to hug you, Granada. And Jace, uh, oh no, Jace does not manage to kiss you. Is that right? Yeah. So you do, you manage to get out of their embraces, but it, it's, it comes at a cost of uh, eight and seven. Okay. Well, uh, on my turn, then I'm next in the initiative. I'd go back against, uh, and we'll just do them in order, everybody, uh, even though we didn't establish that. Uh, 
I'll go after Janie 1, even though it's uh, I can't see. Okay, you successfully do that. Uh, 8 plus 5, is that right? Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to use my second. You're right. Uh, can I use a sneak during that? You can. Yeah, so 8 plus 5. Plus 5 more. Or no, say, okay, so yeah, you do that successfully. Okay, and then I'm going to, like, how have, have they gotten to the... Yeah, now they're saying, hey, can, come come and find me. Also, Watt is about to do Thunder Wave, so you probably want to... Okay, so I'll run to the to the right as far as I can. Okay, then Wada does Thunder, and let's see, it goes... Uh, where do we got it? Uh, Janie 1, 8, Janie 2, 8, Jace 8, 4, 4, 4. Okay, so half 8, half 4. Great. Uh, then Zell, you're going, wow, Zell rolled a 20. Also, Granada, between the Thunder Wave and Granada, Jane, J, J, Janie 1 is gone. And then Zell rolled the 20, so. With the longbow, that's Janie two is now gone. Now Jane Jane Janie three uh, does manage actually, like so. You all climbed up on the the things, but they're already out of the dark. So you're on these like spinner rockets, plastic rockets, but they're not that low. They're low enough that you have a slight advantage, but not that much of an advantage. So. Janie one actually gets in a um a swingy poo on on uh, Zell eighteen. Uh, let's see, Jamie or Jace two and three. They didn't manage to do anything. Um, Eleanor two, LVC. You get a nineteen, and that's enough with your jab to uh, take out um uh, James one. Okay, then we got, uh, so next up, first round is Granada. What are you doing, Granada? Okay, I'm going to get into wherever, whoever's going after, uh, uh, Zell. Oh, no, they're gone, huh? Um, uh, James, Jace, uh, too, I guess, uh, is that who's up next? Or what about, uh, Jane 3? Uh, okay, which one? Whoever's James, uh, Jace, Janie 3, because that's who's next on the list. Okay, so you successfully, 17. So you successfully, that's it for Janie 3. So what do we have left? Two two of the Jaces, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do another Thunder Wave, just because this is already, okay, successful. And then Zell, you go, and who are you going after? Uh, whoever's next, one of the two Jace, Jace 2. Okay, you successfully take out Jace 2. Uh, Jace 2 does not manage, and Jace 3 do not manage to get anything in. Eleanor 4, Lord Von Chill 1. Okay, next round... Granada five. Uh, what are you gonna do? Another spell? No. I'll do um. Uh, just go, go, like uh. Oh, I don't have any. Could I lean in and, and can I jump down and help Granada? 
Okay, you can. Okay, you successfully. Um, I've lost track of my own notes, but J3 is all that's left. Uh, is that right? Okay, you, 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 Jace choose, or Jace three's in a bit of trouble, uh, but does manage to get another thing in on Granada. So Granada's really low. And then Eleanor 20, so that's it, Eleanor. So you're fine. Everything's fine except, uh, um, let me see. So all of them are, are taken out and, uh, Wada used three spell two oh yeah so three spells. Um, Granada's down to four, and Zell, you're down five. Okay, this is Eleanor. I'm gonna use one of the um the uh, what are those the second tier? Cause that'll what are you missing? Uh, I'm gonna use one of the major health kits on them. On Granada, because it's 4d4. So that should put you right back where you were, right? Yeah, so that's almost at full health. Uh, that restores 4d4, 8, plus 4, 12 hit points, yeah. And then let me use a first aid kit on Zell. That's just like a 4 plus 1, right? So th 3, is that right? But can I roll? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you did get a four. So five for Zell. So Zell's back. Uh, yeah, so you've uh, cleared out the kids. You're in out of the magical darkness. Though to proceed, you would have to figure out where you're proceeding. But uh, I guess we, we do have to break. I do have to. So uh, let's all, why don't you all just rest in your little rockets? Uh, well, you can't have a full rest. You could have a short rest. And we'll reunite uh, together again soon. Good night.